Hello and welcome to Loving Me, Myself, and Life with me, Jody Misiak. So I'm known as what you might call the black sheep of the family. Where I'm not like my other family members. I kind of just do my own thing. And at one stage in my life, that used to be a problem. I used to think like, well, I'm not like anybody else in my family. Or it felt so yucky being the outsider. Or what felt like the outsider. For instance, here's a few things just so you, you know, can see the differences. Is I have kind of taken this more natural path of life where I, you know, as I was going through for an empowerment coach, I really discovered different things and was reading a lot of of books and it really uncovered some of the things of my own personal beliefs instead of what I was believing Uh, growing up. So when I was pregnant with my daughter, I actually had everything signed up with my family doctor to get an OB and things like that. And in that time, I was actually reading a book, Women's women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, I believe. I might be reversing it. So it's this big purple book about uh, women. And It was really just an eye-opener, and it actually, anyways, it talked about birth and different things like that, and that's when I really felt called to cancel my appointment with the OB and go to a midwife, and it was the most amazing experience. No one in my family has ever thought about that, and it's just all these different things, and uh, it just was really interesting as, you know, the black sheep of the family. (laughs) Uh, And I say that not because it's really bad. It really isn't. It's just I'm different and that's okay. But it took me so long to be okay with that. Doing things that others aren't doing and doing things that others don't believe in can be really, really challenging, especially if you're surrounded by people that think differently than you or um, even things that um, people that you've been surrounded by your whole life. It can be really challenging to have your own beliefs and be okay with that. I speak from experience. It took me a very long time to really embrace who I truly am. I, you know, I, I've mentioned it before in other episodes. I'm a recovering people pleaser. And I always was out to help make other people happy, help other people, and put myself last in all things. So going with my own intuition and my own desires was very hard. The thing is, it's so rewarding. It can be really, really challenging, though, uh, to do something that feels right to you. You know, you would get lost in other people's thoughts, beliefs, expectations of what our lives should look like, and we lose our inner voice, our inner compass, and we we forget what our own heart is saying. And, you know, we can just kind of live life and keep going, keep being busy, being busy, forgetting that maybe we long for something more or long for something different. And, you know, we put on a brave face or a happy face, you know, like, yeah, we're happy. Or we even trick ourselves into believing we're happy until something in our life happens and it kind of takes us for a while. It's like, whoa, I'm not happy where I am. 
or you slow down enough to realize you have feelings underneath the surface and you aren't as happy as you might think you are. And what in my experience, part of part of my my thing is, you know, like I've gone through different things. I followed um, Louise Hay. Actually, I still read a lot of her books and uh, all of her her teachings are still very amazing. Dr. Wayne Dyer, affirmations, meditations, and and being from a family that no one really does any of that, it felt really odd at first. And and even some shows make fun of it. I am a big fan of Gilmore Girls. I watched it when I was growing up, and I've watched it a million times since. And I've actually been rewatching it with my daughter. It's kind of a moment we have together. But that show makes fun of like things that are kind of more out there. Which back then, meditation, affirmations, anything different than what was the norm was, you know, made fun of like, and, and it just happens to so many different shows. I experience it. And I kind of just laugh now where they heighten the, you know, uh, I don't even know what word to put on it. Um, cause it's not new age. Cause it really, it's been around for so long. Anyways, it's just been really interesting to be different than other people. And I, th- I think at one point I was actually ashamed or hiding certain things. I remember when I first learned meditating to, to med- like meditation and I almost hit it. I don't think I talked to anybody about it. I didn't share because anybody, no one, no one in my circle did um, meditation or any of that stuff. And I believe my real breakthrough was when I was, I went to yoga class where I finally was surrounding, surrounded by more people that slow down, took time to meditate. And that was really an eye opener for me being surrounded by people that had similar interests as me. It's really amazing because society teaches us one thing. And that's like the flow, the the normal flow of like what society has deemed, oh, like right. Like this is what it should look like. And it's like, who is in charge of what society looks like? It's kind of like whoever starts a trend, right? And it can get messy. There's, you know, people believe in buying certain things will make them happier or status symbols and things like that. If you have the latest phone or watch or whatever it may be. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that if that's what feels good to you. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But society has this way of what deems normal. You know, we're finally talking about mental awareness, mental issues. They're not as faux pas or like you you can actually talk about them more now versus when I was a child, no one ever talked about anything like that. Or if you did talk about it, it's like, oh, there's something wrong with you. We're finally breaking through some of this stuff that's like you have to be happy all the time you have to not share your emotions don't show that you're angry and all these things like that but it all comes down to one thing and this took me a very 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 long time to do myself it's about truly embracing who you are listening more from within rather than the world around you The world is always going to have new 
technology, new fashion things, new everything. And if we're always trying to keep up with the latest whatevers, the latest trends, the latest whatever society is telling us what is normal, then you're going to feel exhausted and worn out because you're not really listening from within. You get caught up in the hype and what's normal. I'm reminded of things I've talked about before too, I've mentioned, I'm sure, but I've been reminded of this when I was trying to be a morning person. You know, I follow Robin Sharma. I love his work and his books and everything like that. And he's really one of the first peoples I stumbled upon on my self-love journey that's really, you know, opened up the pathways on this adventure I've been on. And it was all about morning people and having this um, morning routine, um, you know, his 60-minute start day and things. And I completely believe like how you start the day is essential for how your day works, you know, is that foundation for your day. I completely understand. But I was trying to fit myself into what his thoughts were about how you should start your day versus what I truly needed for myself. So one of the lessons I've learned on my self-love journey is going against the current or what, it's not really a current per se, but what society has deemed normal can be hard and frustrating. But when you let go of the need to follow the flow, follow what people are doing in society or what people are thinking is normal, it feels so much better embracing who you truly are. Now, I'm not saying to go out against, you know, um, it's, it's not about hurting people if they're going against your things. Like it's really about doing you, like embrace who you are and let other people embrace who they are. We are all unique and different and that's totally okay. Same with my morning person. I have now discovered that there are actually different types of people. There are morning people and there are night owls. And it's okay. But when I couldn't become a morning person, like I tried. I even had a job for five years. It started at eight and then I think it went to seven. And then eventually I was waking. I had to work at six o'clock in the morning. So eventually I was working from six to two every day for, I don't know, a couple of years at least. I couldn't, I, and I was doing it. I was forced to get up. I did it. You couldn't talk to me for two hours. Give me the first break. And then I could finally be like half awake. I was forcing myself into being a person I was not. And it was what I had to do. But I felt really bad that I couldn't be this morning person that I really wanted to become because everybody's saying like, you know, the early bird catches the worm and all these different things. Society was saying that being a morning person was where you needed to be. I'm not talking about Robin Sharma because um, that was that was my inspiration. But like in general, people are like, yeah, wake up. It's great to start your day early and, you know, get up ahead of the kids so you can do your morning routine before all the like hustle and bustle of the day and things like that. But I tried that and I tried that for years. And in the end, I actually started... Um, feeling bad for myself. Like I was beating myself up for not being good enough to be a morning person. And eventually I let it go and I started embracing what I could do. What could I do 
And it first started with my natural path reminding me that sleep is important too. Because I was like, I have to get up before the kids so I can meditate and do yoga and work out. And she's like, you need sleep too. So it's really like if I can't fall asleep before midnight, what's the point of getting up at like six o'clock in the morning kind of thing? So it really is going within and finding you. What works for you? I finally figured out things that work for me in my morning. I've talked about this in another episode, so I'm not going to go really into details about my morning routine. And what I do might not work for you. What I'm suggesting is if you have an area of your life that is struggling and you feel like, oh, I should be doing this because this is what other people are doing. And this includes parenting. This includes like so many different things. If you feel like you should be doing something, but it's not working, try something different or just sit down, sit still for a minute, take a deep breath in, know that you're doing the best you can right now with where you are and think about what you can do, not what you should do, but what you can do. It's wonderful to take in other people's experiences, knowledge, and their, their journey It really is. I've learned so much about reading other people's books and experiences and inspiration that have motivated me to live the life I'm living now. Learning from others is great. It's great to get inspired by others. But the thing is, it's also important to remember to listen to your own compass. Listen from within. Because like I've said before, you have everything you need within you to live the life you're meant to live. You have everything within you to live your greatest and most amazing life. So, you know, take in other people's experiences. I'm excited that you're listening to this podcast. This is one of my experiences. Take from it what you need and leave the rest behind. That was actually one of the things I loved. Um, Louise Hay said, you know, I believe it was her. Yes, it was in one of her books at the beginning. It's like, Read the book, you know, take in what you, what you, you know, love and leave the rest behind. Not everything out there is meant for you. Not every, you know, workout, not every schedule, not every activity is meant for you. There are so many things in the world. You can't do them all. You can try them all and then find out what works best for you. And it's just this fun, look at it as an experiment. It's kind of like a science experiment, right? You, I remember in science, you know, you write down a hypo, like you write down different things and you try something. It didn't work out or what did work out and what didn't change it and tweak it. And that's kind of what life is about. Life is an adventure, a journey meant to be explored uh, and try, try things. In our house, we, we celebrate mistakes. We celebrate failing. Because if we don't make mistakes, if we don't fail, we aren't really putting ourselves out there to learn and to experience different things and to better ourselves. Where you don't try, you you don't do, right? And failing and making mistakes is part of learning what's good, what's right, I should say for you, what's right for you. The more you try new things, the more you do different things, the more you'll find what is perfect or like what works best for you. I don't even want to say perfect because 
the thing is in, in your life, you'll have different experiences, different life cycles per se. Right now I'm in the motherhood where I have two younger children that still rely on me quite a bit. It's not the sleepless night cycle, but it's still, you know, children that are five and seven and that's okay. So it's, it's embracing where you are in your life, your life journey and figuring out what works best for you. So take a a deep breath right now, let it all out and know that where you are right now is totally cool. Allow yourself to drift down the river. Don't push, don't force. And if you want to do something different than what other people around you are doing, send yourself some love. Listen from within. Your heart knows best. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now.